Hello, and welcome to Northwest College Report interview series. This is interview number three with Ashley and Dan. Hello, Hunter. Hello, hello. Hello, thanks for having me. So Dan is kind of the head honcho of the program, and he's going to introduce what Ashley does for us. So Ashley is one of the program therapists here at Northwest College Support, and our therapists uh, kind of have unique roles in that they do a lot of, um, kind of everyone, a lot of people know what a therapist is, kind of working on internal growth skills with you know, individuals. So at our program, they get this really unique role of um, getting to do case management, getting to do a lot of counseling, a lot of therapy with students, and try to um, you know, impact change through the therapeutic and kind of mental health wellness perspective of a, of a person. So uh, really important role inside the program. And uh, Ashley is exceptionally skilled Northwest College Sport Therapist. Exceptionally. Thank you, Dan. Glowing <laughs> reviews. Glowing reviews. So tell us a little about yourself, Ashley. Well, yeah, I've been here for at Northwest College Support for almost four years. It'll be four years in August uh, this year. And um, I grew up in Coeur d'Alene, born and raised, and did a lot of traveling for a while. I, I went to Utah and Colorado and Australia and was kind of exploring what I wanted to do with my life and ended up back here and found Northwest College Support. I love Coeur d'Alene, love the lake, and love outdoors. And so I like the area because there's a lot to do. What brought you back home after all that uh, globe traveling? Actually to go to school and, and get my degree so I could do therapy. Yeah. So I was, I was outdoor guiding in Utah for a wilderness therapy program. And uh, I, was, I was a guide. I wasn't a therapist. And uh, I was on trail with, with students and clients in the program all week and then they would come back and meet with their therapist once a week and I, I loved being on trail I loved being a part of it but there was this part of me that wanted to be able to help on a more therapeutic level and and have that role and so I ended up getting a scholarship to go back to school and so I was like this is the time to do it and I came back home to Coeur d'Alene and and started on that path and finished and did my internship here at Northwest College Support and fell in love with it, and so I, I decided to stay. Wasn't that a nice story? Yeah. That was good. <laughs> and that sort of covered the base for uh, how and why NWCS as well. You're, you're answering the questions for me. Okay, well, I mean, I can expand more. There's <laughs> definitely a lot to the story, but yeah, that's the, ju that's the short version. So uh, tell us about some of the values in the program. Well... My absolute, well, my favorite value, actually, the one that I, um, I refer back to the most is that our work starts and ends with relationship. And I think I choose this as my favorite value because it's the one that keeps me grounded. Um, I think it is easy to become very professional or really focused on uh, getting certain a certain job done or even having a task in your mind and forgetting that if you don't have a good genuine relationship with a person you can't really help and so when I get really task oriented this value tends to ground me and bring me back to why I do what I do and that's because 
I value people as individuals and I want to be a part of their process. So this, this value, the, the piece of it that I also like is, so one of my strengths is I'm a very relational person. And back to the question of how I ended up being at Northwest College Support was, uh, I kind of discovered in my life that whatever I end up doing, I want to be working with people and building relationship with people and being a part of that. And I didn't know that that was going to look like therapy. I just knew that I wanted to be interacting with people and working with people in a helpful way. And so, so then back to the value of our work starts and ends, ends with relationship, it kind of goes back to really who I am as a person and why I got in the field was to really genuinely connect with people. The other piece to that value is um, I think it's easy to not see someone as an individual and kind of, especially when you work in, in a program, you can get really program focused. And this value grounds me in the sense of it reminds me, no, each person is unique and has unique skills, unique strengths, unique challenges. No two people are the same. And so it reminds me how important it is to connect on a genuine level and get to know a person and who they are rather than just making assumptions or saying, oh yeah, you're like this other student or you're like this other person I've worked with. So it really brings me back to the foundation of why I'm doing what I'm doing and uh, keeps me from, it, it keeps my perspective in focus. So um, before we got this podcast started today, um, we were talking about values and Ashley's like, everyone's going to pick that same thing. Everyone's going to pick relationship. But it wasn't true. Like different people see things differently, but that was something that really stood out to you so profoundly that you thought that's the only thing people will pick. Yeah. I I mean, by far it's, it's the value to me. That's the most important. Yeah. Yeah. And everything else comes from that. Yeah. I assumed everyone would pick that one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when we uh, initially set up the values and we were putting, you know, it's relationship. Sometimes it seems like, um, everyone talks about relationships. It's almost like they talk about it can feel like too much it's kind of like not too much in that area if you think about I talk to people about like if you think about like coaches or teachers or people that were meaningful usually it's not because they were so bright they were so intelligent yeah they were so good looking whatever like it's not like some other it's about how they connected with you yes and the way that maybe they saw you differently than other people yeah and you know that's what you end up remembering about your most impactful you know meaningful adults meaningful people in your life yeah yeah and I think too as a therapist in this program you I I get the opportunity to manage an entire team the life coach and the education coach and uh, I'm kind of case manager and anytime someone on the team is maybe struggling with working with a student it's they're like it's not going well we're not making a lot of progress I'll always ask how's your relationship it's the first question I'll ask because Usually, if you're feeling stuck, sometimes it's because there's something not right in the relationship. The trust isn't there. Um, the connection's not there. And we're moving too fast ahead of, this, ahead of the student before they trust us. And so I'll always ask that first. That's the first thing I go back to. And I'll say, just spend time hanging out and connecting and genuinely getting to know that person. So speaking of uh, 
working with individuals. Do you have any good stories you could tell us about uh, working with individuals? There's so many skiing ones. Oh man, I want it's one. It's a though. boring job. You don't really meet any interesting people. Well, here. there's yeah, there's I'm a sure. lot of. I was an intern actually, and um, this student really struggled with anxiety and panic, and so my task was just to do grounding skills, mindfulness, and um, really practice every day consistently. Um, and so we would go to the lake every day together, which was awesome. We would just sit by the lake and we'd practice these exercises. But it was kind of funny because we started and I think both of us were on the same page like, this stuff is so silly and I really don't <laughs> want to do it. And we both felt that way. And so we were kind of in it together and I told him that I was like, okay, I'll be honest, this isn't something I've done a lot of, but we're going to learn together and we're going to practice and we're going to see how it impacts uh, our lives. And so it ended up being almost like a journey together where every day we would get up, walk to the lake and, uh, and we would do these. And sometimes he'd be rolling his eyes like, this is just silly. <laughs> but eventually I think we both really grew to appreciate the time and, um, and it became a real good consistency in, in his treatment and something that ended up being really impactful. Yeah, that was fun. And it kind of pushed you outside of a it, limit that was yeah. new for you. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, because my first thought was get someone else to do this who actually <laughs> does mindfulness. And then, but it really pushed me into, yeah, learning those skills and the benefit of them and not just knowing it in my head, but actually in practice. And that was really important. Yeah, something that comes up for me a lot when we talk about this is like dual process of change. Yeah. And that. A young person may be changing, but the people working with them are also learning. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like we're going through the same same classes, same information. Yeah. You're learning a lot therapeutically by helping somebody through it. Yeah. Speaking of dual process, that reminds me of another story. When Dan randomly came into my office <laughs> and told me one of my students had to move apartments, which I knew she was going to be incredibly upset about. Uh, and so I was going to have to take her through that process and how that it's uncomfortable, but you're going to be okay and how to deal with it. And he said, well, at the same time, you're going to be moving offices. And I was <laughs> immediately like, oh no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and, uh, but I did, I had to, and I even told that student, I'm like, I have to move too. And I hate it. So we're going to go through this together, but yeah need a therapist for the therapist yeah oh my gosh i I was trying to make yeah you need you know trying to push everybody through change yes yeah yes that's one of my strengths is making everybody change at least a little bit i don't think you've changed offices (laughs) really (laughs) (laughs) maybe a few times i'm the first to shift yeah that's true yeah (laughs) so uh let's go to more of a kind of general broad question what changes or improvements would you like to see in the mental health industry or education Hmm. and or I think one big thing that comes to mind I think is already starting to change and improve but is the stigma Um, and it's really a societal thing around you know if you go to therapy it means you're crazy it means you're a crazy person and there's something wrong with you and I would really love to see that change at more toward we all need it we all need therapy we all need to be able to talk through our emotions and talk through what's going on in our lives and 
make sense of that stuff and even explore our past. And I, that would be the biggest thing because I think a lot of people are deterred from seeking therapy when even just a few months could be so helpful. Um, but they're deterred from it because we even tell ourselves, well, my life's not that bad. And by going to therapy, I'm not being thankful for what I have. And I think it's easy to kind of dismiss yourself and not seek out treatment or help because of all these stigmas and, um, and just how stigmatized mental health treatment in general is. I do think it's changing and I've noticed a little, a shift in it's, it's more accepted to go to treatment and seek therapy now, but I don't think, I think all of us can benefit from it. We still see that with sometimes people feeling judged or feeling stigmatized because of that. So it's part of how I continue to see kind of my awareness about it is through the lens of people that you're providing counseling for. Yeah. It's really hard to show up. And I talk to a lot of my students about this. Sometimes half the battle is just showing up. And uh, for me, the first time I ever went to therapy in my life, I got to the parking lot of the office and I almost didn't go in. I sat in my car and I'm like, all these thoughts came to my head of why I don't need to do this or I'm going to look really silly and I don't know what to say. And, um, and I almost just left and was like, I'm not going to do this. But I went in and once I was in, I was fine. It, It was great. It was so refreshing and healthy for me. But the process of showing up was really hard. It was a battle. And so I think about that a lot. When people make it to my office, I tell them, like, showing up, like, I want to commend you for doing that because I know it's not easy. So it's a very vulnerable place to be. I get it. My 9 a.m. therapy sessions are hard to show up to, man. I want to be in bed. (laughs) Yeah. It's just kind of, I don't know, it's fun because I have the opposite end of the experience, I suppose, being a student here. So while I don't meet with Ashley personally, I do meet with a therapist here. And uh, what she said about, uh, like, it's really important to get a connection with your therapist and feel like you can trust each other. I like the her bringing up relationship as a value because it's like incredibly difficult to share some of the things that may be like traumatic or difficult unless you feel that kind of like mutual respect for each other. Yeah. Well, I think that is the end of our next staff interview. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. This has been Northwest College Support interview series, interview number three with Ashley Dan Hunter signing off.